Jonah chapter number 1, verse number 15. So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. You may be seated. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you, God. We appreciate you, Lord. God, the reason, Lord, that we're here this evening is for your praise and for your glory. God, we... uh, we can't do a thing here without you, and uh, it'd just be a waste of our time to try, Lord. That uh, We ask, Lord, for your voice, God. We ask for your Holy Spirit, Lord, to lead us and guide us, Lord. You said you'd lead us into all truth. And God, we pray, Lord, that we present the Word of God clearly, Lord. We pray that, Lord, we would present the gospel of Jesus, Lord, without error, God. I pray that the Holy Spirit would do the speaking here tonight, Lord, on the hearts of men and women here tonight, God. Lord, I, I I don't have a thing to offer you, and I appreciate you, Lord. God, I, I just uh, I, I, I want to praise you, Lord, with everything, Lord, we have here tonight. And God, we want to do your will. We want to follow you, God, and we want to, Lord, we just hope, Lord, that you just help us to bring out just these few little points that uh, you showed us, Lord, and we thank you. We praise you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I've had a, I've had a good day. Uh, uh, I thought uh, Evan's Evan's been sick since Monday. Uh, he's had a fever, nothing nothing severe. It seems like we've been in in and out of one virus and flu and right into another one. I mean, it's like nonstop. Mom gets sick, Jennifer gets sick, I get sick, and it's like just a it's like a never ending circle. But but I've had a good day. I took off um, work today. Use a sick day. Um, Lindsay was working, and I I, uh, I took off to stay with my two boys, and um, that's it's pretty hard. <laughs> I see all the women <laughs> nodding their heads. They're saying they're mouthing words. I don't know if you're speaking tongues or what you're doing, but you. <laughs> but it's hard. It, it really is, and. Uh, I'm thankful that when God made us, He made us, He put things in us. You realize that a man cannot do the things that a woman can do. And hold your ear for a second, women. A woman cannot do the things that a man can do. I've had a hard day, but I've had a good day. I've been with... Evan and he's like I said he's been sick for the last few days and you're trying to feed him and you're trying to you know you're trying to do all these things and at the end of the day I realize I'm just dad and I can I can threaten I can do these things I can try to encourage I can I can bribe but at the end of the day those two boys got a mind of their own they've got a free will at the end of the day and uh, as much as I can try to impact that with outside of influences they make their own choices now I can guide them there's things that dad ain't going to let them do but there's things that they've got they have a choice on their self and I cannot I can't control it at the end of the day there's there's things I cannot control and I thought there when I read this verse and I, I thought we read in verse number 15 just I'll read it again so they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea and the sea ceased from a raging. 
These men are, have found themselves, Jonah and these men, have found themselves in the middle of, the, of a raging storm. It is something they cannot control. It is not, they didn't drum it up. They didn't, they didn't do a dance. They didn't do nothing. But this storm, they, they got in the boat. Everything was okay. And sailed out to sea and the storm hit them just like that. And I, I thought a lot of times we go through life and there's a lot of things that hit us in life we are not in control of. I, I got a little things I can guide myself into this. I can protect myself in this way or protect myself in that way. I can, I can try to do the right things. I can, and I need to do these things. I've got boundaries I need to set. I've got things I got to do. But I do not control the storm. And I don't control the water. It's out of my hands. And here these men, I thought when you look at this storm, this storm ain't Jonah's storm. This storm wasn't for Jonah. I, I, you, you say, well, it's in the book of Jonah, and they, they threw Jonah into the water. Who's the storm for? The, the Bible says, so they, and I'd like to look at the, the they of that crowd right there. They took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from a raging. The storm was for the men. I'm going to say the storm was not for Jonah, but this storm was for these men. Now, the Bible said in, the, in verse number 3, the Bible says in the, that they, they, Jonah found a ship going to Tarshish. He paid the fare thereof, went down into it to go with who? With them into Tarshish. Where were they going? To Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. So here these men are. They're going on a ship and they're going from the presence of the Lord down to Tarshish. Now the, the, the Bible said that that storm, the, the Bible said the Lord sent out a great wind of the sea. You realize that God is in control of the wind. God is in control of the heavens and the earth. God is the one who hangs the stars in the sky. He's the one that sets the sun at that distance from the, uh, from the earth. That, if, As Brother Steve says, if we was a little bit too far, we'd freeze up. If we was a little bit too close, we'd burn up. But God has us there appointed. We, we take a circle around it. Every year we take a circle. God has ordained and he fashioned the heavens after His glory. The Bible says that the heavens declare the glory of God and the earth shows His firmament. The Bible says that heaven is His throne. God is in control over the heavens tonight. He's in control. And the Bible says here that God, He, brought, he sent out a great wind of the sea. God is in control. of Everything that goes on, God is in control of. The winds of the sea. And, but the Bible says that they found themselves here. They, they're in the midst of this storm. The Bible says that they, uh, the mariners, in verse 5, the mariners are the same men, those men, it's the they, it's them. The mariners were afraid. Now these men, I don't believe, were godly men. The Bible says they was going to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. They weren't godly men. They were afraid. And here, why do you say they weren't godly? The Bible says they cried every man to his own God. They cried out to their own God. And that's a little g God. That, that means it's not a. <laughs> we, my name ain't nothing special, but it's special enough to get a capital A in front of it. And here these men are crying out to a bunch of gods. They ain't no more special than a bottle of water. They're calling out to everybody else. And the Bible says, here they are. The, the, the waves continued to crash. The, the winds continued to blow. The shipmaster came to Jonah and said, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Call upon thy God. They realized there was a difference between the gods that they were serving and the God of this man Jonah. 
When Jonah spoke, he said, he said, I'm a Hebrew. We, we, we see, and Jonah gave a testimony. He gave a testimony about who he was, where he was from, and where he was headed. And we see the difference here. But these men, I believe they went into this storm. They went into this, uh, they was into the ship. They was into the storm. And they was just going down life's journey. And before they knew it, they was in a storm. And there was something in the boat. They was headed to a place. Uh, the Bible said, I, I, I can say this. I, I think I can say this. The, this storm wouldn't have happened if Jonah hadn't have been in the boat. And there's some storms that happen in our lives that don't happen without things being in our lives. There's some things I go through in life that, that I have to go through in life because maybe I let some things in on the boat, Pastor Rob. There's some things I invite. Maybe, maybe it's sin in my life. And if I invite these things on, on the boat, I'm going from the presence of the Lord. I'm going down and the storm is going to come. There's a day we might think we get by with things for a little while, but there's a day when the storm is going to come. The Lord is in control. There's not The Bible says God is not mocked. He, he's a righteous judge. True and righteous are His judgments. Every single thing that happens under the, under the, under the heavens, He's watching, He's in control, and there's a day when God's going to do, pour out the judgment. Amen. These men, they was in a storm. Now they let, there was Jonah on the boat, and I believe some of them probably didn't even have a clue that Jonah was even on the boat. Uh, they, you, they, and there's some things that you may be in your middle of your life's journey and you got things on the boat you don't even realize is there. There's things in my life. Sometimes I get comfortable with things in my life and it's not, it's not sinful. I believe, when a, I believe when a Christian sins, I believe the Holy Spirit lets him know of his sin. I believe he shouts it out loud and, and points out sin in our lives. But I believe there's things in our lives, there's maybe relationships we'll get in into our lives, and, and, and there's a storm that's on the horizon. These men had let Jonah into the boat, there was some that didn't even, and all of a sudden the storm is on the horizon. I, I believe sometimes we let things in the boat, but, but when Jonah came to them, they got to where Jonah was at. Jonah told them, the word of God came to him. I believe Jonah was speaking, he said, they, they cried unto where is that? The Bible says, Jonah said in verse number 12, Take me up, cast me forth into the sea, so shall the sea be calm unto you, for I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Jonah knew that the, the storm was his fault. What are you saying? The sin, the, the sin or the, whether it was the disobedience, it spoke out in their lives. They was on the boat and the, the disobedience spoke and said, You've got to get me out. You want the storm to go? You want the floods to end? You've got to get me out of the boat. And it's the same way spiritually. God will bring things up in our garden. He'll show us things in our lives. And we can say, well, I want to I want to work on that through 2023. I want to try to do better. But we got to take the things that He brings up and we got to deal with them. Amen. we got to bring them up to Him. Amen. we got to realize, I am the cause of the things in my life. Just like, just like I talked about Evan and Ezra, they, they got a free will. Now, when God put the heavens in, and He put the heavens in their order, He put the sun in, in His place, He put the stars in, when He put the uh, ocean and the sands of the sea, you realize that ocean stops at a given point. God is in control of the ocean and the sea. God is in control of those stars. God can let them all fall down. We'd all burn up tonight. But God's holding them up. Amen. God's in control. But when God created them, He didn't give them a free will. When He created you and I, He gave 
gave us the opportunity Amen. to choose between right and to choose between wrong. You have a decision. And when God shows you and He brings out that Jonah in your life and shows you you've got something on the boat, if you don't get it off the boat, you're going to, you're going to have some judgment coming. Amen. 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 we got to deal with it. Amen. We gotta deal with the junk. We gotta deal with the sin. We gotta deal with the disobedience in our life. We gotta deal with whatever it is that's causing us to get away from the presence Amen. of the Lord. And they, I don't know where these men preached. Maybe that boat was originally supposed to go to Nineveh. I don't know where the boat was supposed to go, but I know that they, they was going to Tarshish from the presence right. of the Lord. Amen. And we see how their boat came into the storm. Now, you when like we said there, God God put the he put the stars in their place. You realize that when God, the Bible says when God spoke, He said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, God, when you read that in Genesis 1, I think it's like verse 3 and maybe verse 5, but it's right there. The Bible says, God said, let there be light. There was light. Now, that's, that's pretty awesome. When you get down to about, uh, on down about another 10, 12 verses, and you realize the sun wasn't even created Amen. God hey, said, let there be light, and there was no sun. Well, we said the light had to come by the sun. Yeah. God said, let there be light, and there was hey. light. Amen. He don't require, he don't require elements. He don't right. require objects to praise him. He don't require objects to be obedient. But when he says something into existence, he's, it, it is. Amen. And God, but God has told us, we, we have the decision. You have a decision. When I got saved, God calls me to be a light. When you got saved, God Amen. calls you to be a light. But that's a decision that you have to make. Let your light not be hid. As some men hide it under a bushel, but let it shine unto all the earth. You've got a decision to be a light. Yeah. It's your decision whether or not you want to be a light. When God spoke the, the, uh, the, the sun in its place, he said, the Bible said that he said, let there be light, and there was light. The Bible said, he said, let there be grass and, and herb yielding seed coming out of the, the trees of the field. And the Bible says, and it was so. Amen. When he spoke it into existence, it was so. When God speaks to the creation, creation acknowledging. When, when God uh, spoke to that rain cloud and told it to come over to where Noah was at, he, he sent the rain cloud. When that rain, rain dropped, that was by the hand of God. When, when God rained fire out of the heavens, that was by the hand of God. When God took the children of Israel and put a pillar of a cloud between them and a pillar of fire between them, that was the hand of God. And God told Moses to come by the Red Sea, hold your staff up, a staff that was created by the hand of God. Hold that staff up. And the Bible says that the Lord came and He, he came out all night long. He blew the, the waters and they walked across on dry land. That land was God's. That dryness was God. That waves that He parted was God's. God is in control of all these things. Amen. So many times I try to control things that's out of my I, I try to control things that's out of my control. Yeah. I try to get my hands in business that ain't my business to be yeah, in. Sure. These men was trying to do Jonah said, You throw me out of the ship. The, the, the thing presented itself in their life. It said, You've got to get me out or you're going down. And what did they do? Well, they just they just grabbed him by the coattail and threw him out. No, they didn't. The Bible said that they began to row real hard. They began to row. They tried to get out the, they tried to lighten the ship. They threw out all the heavy stuff out of the ship. They began to go to work. Yeah, here it is. God showed them what they needed to do if they wanted to survive the storm. And instead of listening, instead of getting the Jonah out, they started trying to do everything with their hands. And it's the same way in my life. Well, so many times I get into places in my life and I say, God, I'm good. you just hang on a second. I'm going to get it worked out. I'm going to fix this. Then we can have a relationship. Then our fellowship. Instead of me trying to, God don't need me to fix my relationship with Him. He needs me to get the Jonah out of the boat. Amen. Come to Him 
myself up. Hey, he don't need what I got. Hey, he don't need my hands and my feet. He don't need my strength. Paul said, when I am weak, thou art strong. Yes, sir. When I get little, he gets big. I just got to get myself out of the way. And here these men are rowing. They're trying to do all these things. And I like how this verse, number 15, starts off. It's, the Bible says, so. Maybe they just halted. Realize this ain't going very well, JJ. We ain't getting nowhere with this. And the Bible says, so. And they went down and they got old Jonah. Now, this got to get you got to get to a place that hey, maybe, you maybe you've been trying to take hey, things in your own hands under your own time, but then you got to get to that place of so where you say, "I'm going to go get to Jonah. We're yes. going to bring him out. And we're going to get it out." Come on, man. Run away. Let's call sin sin, right? Hey, hey let's take the disobedient. Maybe you ain't sin. Maybe it's just disobedience. Yeah. Maybe you've got a, a, a disobedient Jonah on the boat. Jonah yeah. was supposed to go preach. He was disobedient. He went away from the presence. Maybe you got some disobedient. God's been calling you to do something. Yeah. You go. Jonah on the boat. It's time to get him out. Yeah. Hey, Amen. time to get him out. Amen. Bless him, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless him, Lord. It don't matter to y'all, but I'm going to just tell you, just testify just for a second, okay? We're just going to pause time out for just a second. Been trying to preach it, been trying to get ready to preach this message, been in a battle, been in a battle, been in a battle. Pull my, I, I tried to get a little fancy because it's easier for me. I don't have to print the paper, so I quit printing my, I always type my, my study stuff up. I study, I type it up. I type it up and I, I quit printing it on the paper. I just got tired, so I, I started putting it on that that device. <laughs> well, I went to get it; it had two percent. My loving wife, she charged it the whole way here, and it's been it's, it'll be a hundred percent by the time we get out of church. Especially right here. It's still charging. I get up here to open the notes. It won't even work. It's got the power, but the notes ain't, it ain't even pulling up, John. I can see them. I just can't click them. God don't need what I got in my hey. hands. Hey. He don't need what I got in my hands. Hey. He don't need my feelings. He just needs us to get Jonah out of the way. Hey. Just submit ourselves. <laughs> Peter said in Acts chapter 5, you got the key, it's brother. better to obey God than the men. It's better for us to hey, obey God than men. We can, come, we can try to do things a lot of different ways, but I, I just want to obey God. Whatever hey, God's got for this place, I want God to get the praise for the things done here. Hey. You've got a Jonah. Maybe you're like this disobedient preacher trying to carry your Jonah into the church. We, I'm in a, I was in a storm. Yeah. I'm delivered. Hey, I think I feel free tonight. I don't feel like I'm bound. I don't feel like I'm bound to that device, brother John. I just feel I feel good. I thank you for what God can do. Amen. These men, they they tried to do. You, you, you see, as soon as they took Jonah, as soon as they took the disobedience, as soon as they threw it into the water, what happened? Yeah. Immediately the wind ceased. The storm ceased. The Bible says the storm ceased. As soon as they threw it in, as soon as they threw Jonah, as soon as you throw your your this as soon as you bring it to God. That's hey. all you gotta do. Hey, we think we gotta bring it plus all these things. Yes. You just gotta bring it to God and give it to him and then. Amen. Now it may not 
you might not see the results immediately. You may not, but I believe as Brother Steve said, you're going to feel the you're going to feel the burden lifted immediately. Yeah. You may not see all the. I'm, I'm not seeing the streets of gold yet. I'm not seeing the gates of pearl. But I know that I've got an eternal hope that's preparing me. I've got a blessed hope, and I'm looking for it. One day it's coming. These men, they, they got the Jonah and they threw him out of the boat. And the Bible says that the storm ceased. Now, you realize we can be disobedient, but you realize, I, I thought I, I was reading and studying about this, and I thought, God, make me just as a, make me as a, as a star. Make me as a grain of sand. Mama sing, make, make me as a sparrow. <laughs> Because if God ain't forgot the sparrow, hey, he ain't forgot me. Hey, if, God ain't forgot, if God ain't forgot how far that ocean is right out, he ain't forgot me. And you're I, right. I started thinking about that. And I started thinking about when Noah would come off and he was he's coming off that boat. The Bible said he sent out a raven. And then a little bit later he sent out a dove. And he said that dove, he went out, he come back, he sent the dove out again. The Bible says that that dove came with an olive leaf. I believe maybe God just might have picked that branch. He gave it to that dove. He said, take this back to him. Tell him it ain't time yet. He come yeah. back, he sent him out, and he never come back again. God is in control of the animal. Hey. The Bible says hey. that there was a disobedient preacher. He was a disobedient man of God. He had a talent with God. He could, he could do things. He could see things. And he, God had uh, told him he, he was a sellout. He took his talents. He took his gifts for the Lord. And he right. sold them out. I'm actually, right now I'm struggling to remember. It's not naming. I'm struggling to remember. Balaam. Balaam. His name was yeah, Balaam. He yeah, sold out his gift. gift. He sold out his talent. And the Bible said he went to go as he was going to sell out. He got on this donkey. He got on an ass. The Bible said that the ass tried to turn to one side. It bumped right. his leg. He whipped that. He, the, he tried to turn the other. He whipped him again. He, the Bible said that, that that thing just dropped down right where it was at. He whipped him again. He whipped that Balaam, that disobedient preacher uh, or, or man of God. He whipped that animal three times. And the Bible said that God opened the animal's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. He turned around. It's she. It says she turned around. You, you whip a female donkey three times in a row. You better watch out what she's going to touch with. She turned around. And she... She said, why are you whipping me, basically? What are you doing? What have I done to you? Why are you whipping me? He opened his mouth. Now, God was in control over that donkey. Amen. Amen. You, you remember when, when uh, the Lord told Peter, he said, you... He said, before, he said, he said, I'll go, Peter said, I'll go with you all the way. He said, Peter, before before the cock before the cock crows twice, uh, you're, you're going to deny me three times before the cock crows twice. I believe Peter denied the Lord. He denied him that first time. And as Peter was denying the Lord, do you realize what Peter was doing? He was his life, his he was getting away from the presence of God. The further, the more that Peter, he was in the distance. He was now seeing right. from the distance. He wasn't close up to him. He wasn't in the place he could smell him. He couldn't see the footprints he was making in the sand, but he was at the distance seeing God, seeing Jesus, seeing him up there getting uh, offered before the, the, the governors and people. And as he was sitting, the Bible said he began to get cold. And he, here we find Peter. He's over by a cold place. He's far away. You realize you get away from God, it's a cold place. Amen. Your heart gets cold. Hey. The further you get away from the Lord, you're going to find yourself cold. You're going to pay the fare just like these men did. You're right. Peter, here he is. He's trying to warm himself up by a fire. And the lady looked to him. She said, you're one of them, ain't you? He said, no, I ain't one of them. He denied him again. She said to him, they said to him again, they said, oh, surely you speak like they speak. You're one of them. He said, no, I ain't one of them. And that little rooster over there, he was ready to do his part. Peter wouldn't do his part, but that rooster was ready, and as soon as he denied him that third time, 
control of the fish. Hey, see, I believe God, the Bible said God prepared a great fish, and that fish was waiting for that preacher to hit the water. Yeah. He was yeah. for it. Amen. Amen. You know the animals of the field, they obey God. The stars, the, 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 everything, everything in this world, it obeys. the winds, everything here, it obeys God. All these great, the trees as they grow up to God, they all obey God. They bring forth their seed, just like God right. said in Genesis chapter 1. It's all done according to His purpose, hey, for His glory, all that. But you know who disobeys God? Yes, sir. It's me and you. Hey, We're the only creature that God's ever created that disobeys God. We're the only creature that he gave a free will to to turn our backs on the God that created him. He loved us so much he created He said in the image of God he created he them. Male and female he created them. He created us in the likeness of his image. He created us with a body, a spirit, and a soul. He created man as a triune being just like God is a triune. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. He created us body, soul, and spirit. And when I die this body's going to the grave. But my soul, the Bible said the soul of man never dies. I'm, I won't be in that grave. I won't be but I'll be sitting, I'll be wherever Jesus is at. I'm going to be with him. Absent from the body to be present with the Lord. I'm going to be with him. But one day, the Bible says that when he comes back in the cloud, the Bible says the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to give him in the air. You say, I don't believe in the rapture. You said the word rapture ain't in the Bible. Well, the word uh, uh, trinity ain't in there either, but we sure believe it. When the, when the Bible said they're caught up, that word's harpazo, and that, that means to rapture, to rapture up. This body cannot inherit. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. But when Jesus comes back on the cloud, he's got a new body, a new prepared for me and prepared for you. Amen. God's got great things prepared for us. And God don't ask a lot of us. We're just dirt. Amen. Hey, I'm just dirt. From dirt I come and dirt I'm going back to. Dust you are, dust, dust you shall return. I'm dirt. My problem is when I... I start putting, I, I might say makeup, I don't put makeup on, but I start trying to make up the dirt, I start trying to shape the dirt, I try to form the dirt, I try to uh, dress up the dirt, and, and, and we put so much effort on the dirt, and we forget the one's hands that formed us. Amen. We forget the one that had to breathe into the dirt yeah. to get life. Yeah. Without the without the breath of God, I don't. The dirt doesn't have life. Amen. And without Him, without Him, these men had to get the Jonah out of their lives. Amen. And if we've got disobedience in our lives, if we've got something that God has called us out of, if we've got sin in our lives, we've got something we know that we know we got to bring to God. You cannot deal with it on your own. Your right. flesh and blood cannot deal with it. Your hands ain't strong enough. You, right. Your back ain't, ain't, ain't big enough. You, we, we don't have the ability to carry the burdens of this life. Hebrews chapter twelve said, us, let, "Let us come boldly under the throne of grace." No, that's Hebrews chapter four. And obtain mercy. Hebrews chapter 12 says, Let us run with patience. The race is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Sorry. Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Before that, let us, thank you, Lord, let us lay aside every way and the sin that does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience. The race is set before us. We've got to get it. Sometimes we got just Jonah waits on the boat. And the boat's not going there's things in our life that sometimes, sometimes it, it is truly it's just a bad relationship. You need to get yourself away. Amen. Amen. Shake that truth. Don't ever look across the street and judge another man or woman and say, 
Probably in your shoes, I'd be hey, good. I'd do this. Hey, we stand up and we say a lot of things, and they sound pretty and they sound right, but they ain't necessarily a thing. Everybody ain't got things the way you and I got. Amen. That's good preaching, bud. You go to our school system out here, a lot of these babies, they don't have mommies and dads. Yeah. Amen. A lot of them have six, eight sets of grandparents. Amen. A lot of them's uncle and aunt pick them up from school. Everybody ain't got things the way we got. You're right. Amen. We're a blessed, blessed people. Amen. Amen. There is a God. Amen. The Bible says he's a father to the fatherless. As James said, you may, you may not know your natural father, but, but Jesus is a father to the father. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And all he's asking for you, he's not asking you to row your own boat. He's not asking for you to make it all your way to Joppa. He's asking for you to submit yourself unto Him. Bring yourself unto Him. you got things in your life. Maybe God's calling you into ministry and you've been in a spirit of disobedience because you're throwing off all reasons. You can't do it. I thought when God called me to preach, I'll never forget. God called me to preach and it was about the same time me and Lindsay sat down. We've been married just a little bit. And we sat down and I said, Lindsay, she probably thought it was crazy. I said, I want to sit down. I want to talk about our future plans. I want to talk about a three-year. I'm, I'm a planner. I said, I want to talk about three-year. I want to talk about five-year. I want to talk about the future plan. Jonah's <laughs> back in the bus. Yeah, Jonah's in the bus. But we made a decision when we got married that we was going to see it through. It ain't always been easy. It ain't always, I ain't always held up my end of the deal. Yeah. But we're still in the boat. I told Lizzie, I said, you're my future. Didn't be. Want to make plans with you. And the Lord started knocking on my heart, calling me to preach. And I'll never forget, I was I was coming down Route 21 just close to that uh, just close to the, the old middle school. And I was Laying up all these reasons. Lord, I can't I can't preach. I can't do this. I got this. Don't have, don't have children. Don't Lord, I can't. I can't. And I started laying out all these reasons. Obstacles. Jonas. Jonas. Why I can't preach. I was putting Jonas in the boat. And I just as clear as day, I remember the Lord said, Am I not in your future plans? Yeah. Bless you, Adam. Praise the Lord. Bless you, Adam. Praise the Lord. Next morning, I, I had to get up before the church and oh. announce my call to preach. Oh. I ain't the best preacher. Bless you, Lord. Maybe some of you never get anything out of what we got through, what the Lord through us. Bless you, Lord. But I know God called me. It wasn't hey, my call. Hey. My mama never asked me to preach. My daddy never told me it was going to be a preacher. My pastors never told me. It ain't because of who I am. Right. It ain't because I'm anything right. special. But God's got something. He's got something to use through my little boat. Yeah. And my little boat can't go where it needs to go when I'm carrying Jonah around. And your boat, your little boat can't go where it needs to go as long as you got Jonah in the boat. If you got disobedience, if you got sin, you got something in your life that's causing you to get away from the presence of the Lord. I ask you tonight, just stand as you would. Would you come and bring it to Jesus? Yeah. You can't fix it yourself, but you bring it to Jesus and ask Him, ask him to help you with it. You got a in the boat out? Get, get rid of him and all. 
seeing you, please. Maybe some, maybe the Lord's calling you to a ministry tonight and you've just been hesitant. Laying up all the things, the reasons you can't do what God's calling you to do. Say, God, they already got that ministry at the church. This person's doing this, this person's doing that. Maybe God's calling you to do something. Would you bring whatever the Jonas and the reasons you got before the Lord tonight and say, God, if this is your will, you make the path. I'm not going to try to fix it. You, you take care of it. You make the way. I'm bringing myself to you. I'm submitting myself to you. Submit yourselves unto God. <laughs>